Hello and welcome to Local Life with me, your host, William Doyle, covering all things local to the Thurrock and Greys area. Hello and welcome to another episode of Local Life Podcast with me, your host, William Doyle. Now today our guest is someone who I've known for, I'd say roughly about two years or so now. Um, So in 2020, my mum and dad decided to move away um, into further, into Essex, and I wanted to stay here in Thurrock and Greys. And I didn't really know um, how I'd go about looking for somewhere to live, a location um, for me to stay at whilst uh, my family decided to move away. And I was just looking for other services that could help with relocation and just finding independent living. Um, I, of course, found TLS um, run by Neil Woodbridge, which there's an interview uh, podcast on here with Neil, which if you'd like to go back and listen to, it's quite an interesting listen. But another service I found was through the local area coordinators who are based um, in different parts of Thurrock. There's one for each district. And today on my show, I've got the local area coordinator for Chaffin 100, Frank Gazy. Um, hello, Frank. You okay? I'm good, William. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, you've got a very lovely uh, setup here. It is. It's, it's yeah. a nice little setup, isn't it? It's yeah, nice, really um, lovely. It's easy to uh, use. It, it's, That's good. It's a nice little um, area. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. Not thanks. a problem. It's lovely to have you on. Um, you know, I'm always looking for more guests to have on, and specifically guests that are uh, that offer something to the community. Sure. And that offer services that are able to help people. So you're the local area coordinator for Chafford, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, for Chafford Henry and West Tharrock. Um yeah. how many how many local area coordinators are there in the in this area at the minute? Yeah, so all over Tharrock, uh we have um roughly about um I would say actively working. Currently we have maybe about thirteen. Okay, that's yeah. quite a lot. I yeah, like that's it. quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. But um, when you think about it, and um, in terms of when you sort of spread us out, I think we still do need more. But um, but currently, we are doing our very best uh, to sort of cover all of these areas across. So it's not just one one person per district. Sometimes it no, might no, be two. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for instance, like I'm currently doing uh, Chafford Hundred and West Tharrock on your own, on my own. Yeah. Uh, then there are other colleagues who are also covering maybe Grace. So some might be covering Riverside of Grace and then others might be covering the other side, which comes all over maybe to like Trekkel Mine area, you know. And uh, yeah, so so we are spread across and some areas, obviously, due to the needs there and uh, the intensity of um support that is necessary. You realize that, for instance, South Ockenden, uh, Bolfan and uh Offset area is also covered by two of my other colleagues, uh, yeah, in that place. And then those, there are some who cover uh, Tilbury and East Tilbury, those who cover um, Chadwells and Marys, and then uh, so across the whole, across the whole, yeah, Corinham all the way to Corinham. So, yeah. if you could just give us a brief outline of what it is a local area coordinator actually does, sort mm. of what is your what is an average day for you? Right. So, a local area coordinator, I think, is a great 
wonderful opportunity of people who are really community focused and um, have you been in the so I've been in the position and it's coming seven years uh, it's yeah it just uh, sort of yeah runs by without yeah but I've loved it I've cherished it currently I'm a bit of a part-timer but I started off as a full-timer and um, yeah and uh, so what we do is really to support people in the community who so that at least really they want to achieve their what they call their best life or um what uh, their uh, vision of a good life and um and so uh, how do we get in contact with these people uh, they we have what we call introductions and these introductions might be coming from either the adult uh session because currently we work with people 18 and above and uh so it might be coming from other social it might be coming from the hospital uh, it might be coming from uh um, I would say Tharok Fest, which is the point of call uh, for people anything to do with care. So um, they're like re- referrals. Really. Yeah, yeah. Re- but our best place that we really currently are getting, which we like to get more, is from people within the community. So people who, like yourself, who have experienced us and it's like, oh, okay, I know of this. Then you share with other people in your community. And then, yeah, so whenever we get introductions from self, I would say self-referrals or self-introductions, we really are pleased because it just shows that now the good work we are doing by word of mouth, more people are getting to know and more people can experience us yeah thank you so what would you say is the biggest uh issue you have at the minute with like what is the biggest request i suppose is it to do with housing or is it like general community like what service is the most required for you at the minute right um so for us Currently, mine might differ, so I would say in a way it differs from place to place, but we are currently working across, like looking at the main themes of what is coming across as a team. So we are, it's a work in progress and we might write a report on that. But post-COVID, remember there was a COVID period and during the COVID period, we were still working throughout the COVID period. Uh, We were still supporting people. So people who couldn't access medication and all that, we sort of worked together with volunteers out there in the community uh, to get uh, some of the things that people needed. People who had to stay indoors because they are most vulnerable, you know, we sort of liaised and worked. uh, So one of our colleagues, for instance, was working with the uh, thorough COVID uh, team uh, all the way from um, High House in uh, Perfleet, you know, yeah. And and so, yeah, we're working together on that. There was, there was a bit of an operation yeah. going on at that time, wasn't there, with, like, as you say, the delivery of medication Options, and yeah, food, food you know, vulnerable to people, people. To vulnerable people, yeah, that couldn't, yeah. Yeah, so all of that were part of that whole process. We're working, yeah, right from the uh, startup to uh, to ease delivery. So and we has sort that of... Sort of has that sort of died down a bit now because of yes, more people currently, able to go out? Yeah, now that more people are able to, but you know, it will interest you to know that there are some people who still currently don't feel very um, confident too. And uh, we have a role in that. So what we do currently is that people who we know or who maybe other families are saying, you know what, this person is not confident to do that. We, once they are introduced to us, we sort of uh, work with them and uh, at their own pace, you know. So we know what are we call assets in the community, resources in the community. So like community activities, which go on where people who are in isolation, you know, can get 
in touch with others, you know, in a very safe environment, you know. So, yeah. for instance, it could be knitting, maybe it could be people who meet and just sort of have a breakfast or lunch together. So, we all the cafe. COVID sort of made people become more introverted, hasn't it? So, we need to get. You know, you have to relearn how to socialize, I suppose. In, in some way, cases, yeah. yeah, for some people, unfortunately, uh, in a way, and uh, there are people who up till now uh, are very a bit apprehensive because they are fearful what they might catch if they go out. And so, yeah, sort of helping such to in your own little way have steps of coming out maybe so sometimes it could be that maybe meeting the person in a calf, you know, uh, go for a walk for one you know yeah. and then you know that person knowing that oh okay you know i'm a bit safe here and then they're taking it's it in their own strides yeah. yeah steps wise and then we also might link in for such a person maybe with inclusions so my maybe they might have doing a bit of a course there to let them see what are the triggers for my anxiety what are the triggers for my fears you know and so alongside we work on all those uh, sort of things yeah so we work hand in hand with other um, expertise services as well to get the person to become achieve their goal of a happy life um okay and so if if somebody if any of our listeners wanted to get in touch with the local area coordinator, their local area coordinator, how would they go about doing that? Good. So um, an easy way is for you to send an email to our general email, which is local area coordination at tharok.gov.uk. Local area coordination at tharok.gov.uk and then good. So once they they send it, there's a general... um, which we inbox which we check and so from there if whatever the person has mentioned that look i have this need of this is there any role that the local area coordinator can play you know then whoever is assigned in your postcode or your area will be in touch and they will explore but what people have got to realize that we are not an emergency service and and also um and and also that if maybe you know you've got a so Take for instance, I know of people who maybe were having challenges in housing. So for some people, maybe it's that um, they, 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 they have been moved here from other barra. So I'm currently working with somebody, a family, for instance, where who were moved here from London, Barking and Dagenham Barra, right? And for the past uh, five years of living here, they've had no support basically from that uh, from the barra, right? But their support has come rather from us because somebody introduced them to us. So one of the things we've done is to link in with the housing service of London Barking and Dagenham and saying, look, where is this person at what are their options and currently we are working almost we are at the brink of a very good um, outcome where somebody who had not had that contact for the past five years currently we've established contact they've taken ownership and they are supporting this person to achieve what they want because their children have now almost like completed uh, primary school they are in William Ed, uh, in, a, in a secondary school I don't have to mention but they are in a secondary school in our area and uh, now they are grown you know so they have in a way outlived their their current space you know and, and we are working with them to move on to what will really satisfy it's, them it's so that, that's rewarding. one part it's yeah. quite a rewarding thing to do really and to see like you say see them grow and that's right you know, excel at life and yeah because of the services that you offered is quite a nice 
Yeah, yeah. But one thing is also that we don't have a magic wand. So there are people who might think, oh, you know, I'm a single person in the in housing register. Can you get me uh, a place? You know, no, we will work. We will introduce you maybe to the housing officer of your area. You get me and then work with you. So if yeah. there are stumbling blocks, if there are hurdles, maybe communication wise, we sort of then play an advocacy role and ensure that your voice is equally heard. You get me? So really what we do is that we don't do for, but we do with. Yeah. In other words, you are in the pilot seat. Like when I met you, remember? So at that time, you know, you are looking for a place and it was more like, okay, these Not are the options. These are, yes, these are the things which are, you are able to do this is the housing solution this is the officer who can help you know and so we work and make sure that and that, that's yeah. an invaluable thing to have really because right. a lot of people don't know what is out there and that's what way right. to go about doing it so. what benefits they're entitled to you know and especially in this time where we have all of this uh, crisis going on with energy with utility and others you know people are really sort of wondering what is out there for us and sometimes there are certain uh, things, schemes, which might be able to help people or certain benefits they are entitled to, which they don't know. So once you get in touch, we can link you up maybe, you know, with an organization that can help you. Maybe sometimes it's even uh, forms you have to fill. We don't fill the forms, but we know organizations which do. So we will sort of uh, signpost you to the right people so you don't have to be scanning through all of these things, you know. Yeah, so we make things a bit sort of focused for you and that takes a bit of extra worry and pain and all of the of course, frustration yeah. from people because for some people, even talking on the phone, they are already anxious and yes. sometimes having all of this rejection you know uh, people are complaining sometimes about getting appointments uh, you know from various uh, services whether it's GP or whatever you know and so we do have what we call the multidisciplinary team meeting and we can flag this up for instance with some of the GP practices who are involved in that Brilliant. so that they are aware of this so yeah so we, we're able to, nice work, to have a help in hand, help in hand. that's yeah. right so we sort of support people but we empower them to take the lead on things and then you know we are always there to support and then it, it, and it, it, it's, it's good because ultimately you don't want to take control of their no. life in a way that's not going to help them by no. doing everything for them they need to yeah. do it for themselves but that's right to be able to just advise them and that's offer right. them, you know, tell them what services are out there, I feel Good. like that's the best option. That's the best way of going about it, really. Yeah, thank you. Because one of the things we are looking at is that there must be resilience in the person. And what we believe is that people have got access, people have got strengths. So we work on a, what we call a strength base, you know. So maybe in, in trying to help the person maybe overcome a challenge or a problem which they are facing we are looking at one the person what strengths what talents what things do they have but we're also looking also at what are the people around them who can support you know as their family support what about neighbors if there are no neighbors what about you know other groups that we know who can be of support you know so we look into all that and then we look into the public assets because we are sort of knowledgeable in terms of assets where, which are within Tharok, you get me so we look into that and then see how we can also plug the person in to places of interest so always the person is taking is mainly the pilot we are co-pilots you know but you're yeah. in the driving seat and then by so doing you are empowered you feel that your voice is heard and then with that it means that you can now later on take the right decisions you know and if along the line somebody whom we've helped 
over the years, you've gone through a dark patch again, we, there is nothing wrong with calling us. So our contact numbers, you know, you can uh, check it also on Thorough Council website, you know, the local area coordinators, and then you can get in touch or by email, local area coordination at thorough.gov.uk, and uh, you can also always get in touch. So please uh, don't feel as if, oh, no, um, you know, I, I've gone through another patch and it's not worth, no, 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 please, it's, you are better off calling and then we come in to assist, you know, so that, that, that is it. And we've seen people who have progressed, who have also now supporting others, you know, who are helping out there. Oh, and yeah, that's yeah, good, yeah, 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 that sounds and good. That's something that I've, um, I speak to quite a lot of people from different services and that, and one thing that they always tell me is um, people that have worked, that they have helped in the past, mm. do end up working for them in some that's way right. because... I guess what what better way of what better way of sort of giving back to the company that helped you than to offer that advice to someone else, you know, pass it on. Pass it on. And you see one of the things of human needs is that a need of significance and we get significance by what we are able to give more than what we take. So every person, like I say, we look at the strength that you have and one of the strengths you have, everybody, is that you know, you can give something. It could be very little compared to somebody else, but that is what you can give. And once you are able to give, you have that feeling, that euphoria, you know, that satisfaction that yeah. comes with it, you know, and, and, and that helps. So that, that has been sort of it. Currently, for instance, in Chafford, we are working towards a community fridge and we already have people from Chafford who have volunteered that you know what I'm able to do this I'm able to pick this from this place and drop it and then I'm able to help monitor I'm able to help check you get me so we already have a mass of people but we still want more because the more hands less you know and then our holidays are also around the corner so when somebody's on holiday another person can easily step in and do it so yeah so these are all some of the things we're doing um, aside amongst many and other there's stuff. a lot of people out there that do want to help it's just they don't know where to, where go, to go. That's right. How to find? Yeah. You know, the yeah. best way of helping. Yeah, and so if people also want to volunteer, of course there is engage, which looks at the volunteering sector. But if people don't know how to do that, what we can you can liaise with your local area coordinator, and they can also you know point you into those uh, directions so that other options for you to give out to your community is also made available. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, and so really just my final question for you is what is the future for you do you hope to continue on with local area coordinating work is it I mean you've done seven years of it so far so it must be something you enjoy doing I am yeah it is rewarding I'm passionate about it I've um previously done most roles as a, a, a manager, project manager I've managed YMCA um, projects uh, for more than 20 years both across from um, Kent all across West London to East London you know so I've done my first share I've done housing and tenancy so with these experiences now I'm sort of giving back into the community because I used to live here but then we'll be working out in London now I'm able to you know support the community in which oh, from what yeah even though it's on part-time basis but I think yeah and uh, like we said uh, this is just part one of it hopefully I'm able course, to share the coaching the coaching side the yeah and then yeah the mentoring uh, yeah, sessions work, and then the pastoral work I do as well yeah you know but it's all very rewarding all helping people all um you know 
helping people maximize their potential yeah. and achieve their very best life, the best version of themselves. Yeah. So and yeah. In the world that we're in at the minute, you know, we need that more than ever. You know, we everyone definitely, has a purpose. We definitely, yes. And for people to recognize that, look, you when you live for purpose, that is true living. You know, yeah. So to a life without a purpose is not worth living. Fantastic. Frank Gazy, low query coordinator for Chapman 100. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, William. <laughs>